Hey, this is Taya from And So She Thought, and this blog is called Motherhood Behind the Picture Perfect. Motherhood is incredibly beautiful and by far the best thing that has ever happened to me in my life. However, it can also be incredibly exhausting, stressful, and lonely. Behind every Instagram-worthy moment, there are a hundred or more moments of just trying to keep it all together. I've often heard people complain about their friends only sharing the picture-perfect lives and hiding difficult moments from view. Personally, I disagree with this sentiment, and I support people's choice to use social media to celebrate the moments in their lives that make them happy. However, I do agree that we could be more transparent with our less-than-perfect moments in our lives. The past week for me has been incredibly difficult. My poor 16-month-old son, Ezra, sprained his ankle just over a week ago after his shoe gripped on the way down a slide. In addition to the pain and discomfort he felt, suddenly losing his mobility left him feeling tremendously frustrated. 16 months is a tough age to be injured. They are old enough to understand that something's not right and to be annoyed by the inability, inability to move, but not old enough to understand that they need to rest up and allow themselves to heal. If a sprained ankle wasn't challenging enough, teething kicked back in with a vengeance a few days later. Four eye teeth are making their way through, and any parents out there understand that eye teeth are the absolute worst. Poor Ezra's naps have whittled down to about an hour daily, his wake-ups becoming earlier each morning, my attempts to resettle him all ending in defeat after a flurry of tears and screaming, his little body exploding with pain, exhaustion and frustration. So I've essentially spent the last week with a 13 kilo toddler giant attached to my hip, my poor baby bursting into tears and clinging onto my side whenever I attempt to put him down. In this time, I've still had my almost four-year-old daughter Cadence needing her mummy and expressing her own frustrations with the world and the loss of attention. Attempting to balance the needs of both my kids generally is near impossible. In the last week and a half, this concept of balance has been beyond comprehension. Add to that the need to cook, glean, buy groceries, do the washing, organize school lunches, the list goes on. Exhaustion is pulsating through my veins and aching in my bones. My feelings of failure have been on high. Having a child inconsolable for 30 to 60 minutes straight every day is gut-wrenchingly difficult. You feel like you've failed your child by not being able to take away their pain, fully understand their needs, or know all the answers. I felt so much guilt about neglecting the needs of one or both of my children, in addition to Ezra's struggling poor cadence has, been, has had her activities severely restricted because of Ezra's being unwell. I've also felt guilty for feeling sorry for myself in this situation when it is so much harder for my poor babies. Mother guilt is very real and can, it can be overwhelming. You feel guilty about not being able to keep your kids happy all the time. You feel guilty when one of them is hurt or sick. You feel guilty about struggling to look after them when they aren't themselves. You feel guilty for feeling too exhausted to actively play with them. You feel guilty for wishing the day or away instead of soaking up every moment because they are growing up way too fast. The reasons to feel guilty are limitless and change each day as you find yourself struggling with something new. Guilt is such a wasteful and destructive emotion. As much as it hits me, I do my best to avoid indulging it too much. When I've had a shred of mental capacity available in the middle of the chaos, crying and tantrums, I try to take note of the love I notice in my child's eyes, 
and to be proud that even when I think I'm failing, it's easy to see that my children never doubt that they are loved. I do my best to enjoy the breaks in the chaos and soak up the moments of love and laughter. I'll need those moments to keep me going when the chaos resumes. Today, like most days, I've soldiered on. I've battled through the hours of tears, tantrums, biting, fighting, feelings of failure, and the intense back and neck pain that occurs when you carry a toddler on your side for a week straight. Somehow, I've still managed to make breakfast, lunch, and snacks. I managed to take my kids and the dog for a quick play at the beach. I managed to get my daughter dressed and to kindergarten on time. I even managed to get some washing on and some packed away. The little victories. So, the photos I took at the beach this morning, the photos I'll share about my day, are not an attempt to make my life look perfect. Despite the fact that my son spent 95% of the time in my arms and on the verge of tears, getting to watch my daughter and dog chase each other around in the water laughing as I sat on the beach comforting my son was special. The brief moments that he forgot he was teething and had a, a laugh or smile was special. I take and share photos like this to give those moments the appreciation they deserve and to celebrate that even though my day, week or month may have been incredibly difficult, these moments are precious and those moments are beautiful. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I wrote that blog back in oh, February or March and it's funny, I'm having a similar week this week with a miserable, sick toddler who is also teething and is also incredibly clingy. However, he's about four kilos, five kilos more than he was back then. So that's been challenging. However, you know, you just make the, enjoy the moments that you can and just survive the rest. I get so frustrated with the whole concept of make the most of every moment. To me, it's just unrealistic. It's exhausting. And it just leaves you feeling like you're wasting your time that you do have with your kids when they're young. And I don't think that's helpful. So I go by the philosophy of enjoy the moments you can and really soak those up. And I like to say I put them in like my happy bank. And then when I'm going through a tough day, I just refer back to that happy bank and that helps me get through it. So yeah. Um, anyway, guys, until next time, I recommend heading over to the website. There's some amazing guest blogs on there. Um, topics range from everything from postnatal depression to co-parenting to precocious precocious puberty um the list goes on they're not my voice to share so i've decided i will keep those off the podcast but please check them out there's some really incredible stories on there until next time guys thanks again